Blog Talk Radio. Tonight's edition of the Fantasy Jester. Well, this is it, folks. The edition we've been waiting for. The special 420. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Yeah, and as you see, our first drop was absolutely beautiful. Um, that was the Joker welcoming everybody. And, uh, well, okay, I will go ahead and take it from there. This is the special 420 edition of the Fantasy Justice Show, the radio show and website launch party. As you can hear in the background, folks, we have a very nice party going on here as we celebrate and let me say it for the first time on air, FantasyJesterSports.com. We are in the dot-com world, aren't we, folks? Well, it wasn't hard to come up with the title. My name, the Fantasy Jester, what we do, sports, and, well, uh, you know, you know what we do, baby. FantasyJesterSports.com. There's a second time I'm going to give it. It's going to be ever so simple, folks. FantasyJesterSports.com. Now, how many times am I going to be able to say that tonight? Can we get a counter on that? It seems like my life has become counters to clicks and website counters and clicks to certain pages counter. Facebook likes counter, Facebook page total followers counter, Jesus, good God, the, the Twitter, now there's a whole new world for me, I never thought I'd ever see myself on Twitter, it has a counter, I, I, I'm keeping count of everything, and you know what, tonight, here's the only thing I want to keep track of, folks, tonight, I want to keep track of how many mimosas I can drink, how many freaking mimosas can I down in one night, not just during the show, but after the show, too. What will the total count of mimosas be? We should set an over or under and get back to you on Saturday. Uh, we have a great party in the background right now. We have a fantastic party going on. And, and again, you can probably hear a little bit of it in the background. Every once in a while, people are going to be walking through. You're going to hear the noise, folks. Uh, that's, that's the way it is. I mean, it is a huge celebration here of what's going on. At Fantasy Jester Sports and Fantasy Jester Network, the radio shows that we're going to be bringing you, everything like that, folks. We try and do it. We're going to do it right. And even right down to the celebration of all this, we're doing it right. we got a VIP room. We've got drinks flowing for everybody. we got gourmet food, some bacon-wrapped scallops, which I, I definitely i have had a couple already. They are absolutely fantastic. I'll be grabbing some more of those sons of bitches later, uh, hopefully before they run out. Um, yes, as we celebrate FantasyJesterSports.com, 
I'm going to keep saying that. I'm sorry, folks. I'm in love with the way that sounds. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. We're going to bring you the true sports site, the one that you're going to want to visit every day. And for your fantasy players, you're going to want to check back on this site several times a day. We're going to have a live ticker uh, of all the injuries and updates and every little bit of uh, sports news that you need to know the up to the minute news that you can get so that you can keep your fantasy team accurate and up to date. You don't have a player in there that all of a sudden is getting benched, hurt his toe, whatever they come up with. Okay. And, and that's pretty much, this is what we've got. We've got a very special, special show lined up for you. Now, hold on for a second, folks. Excuse me. Excuse me just for one second. I, I'm sorry. And I, I know this is rude on the air, but I, I have to make sure I'm set up here at my desk. Uh, Linda, sweetie, can you do me a favor? Hit me one of those coasters over there. Yeah, thanks, thanks. You can talk, you know. Why are you shaking your head? You gave up speaking? It's not even Lent. Why would you give up speaking? Folks, that was Linda uh, not talking in the background. Uh, One of our fine servers we have tonight. Okay, let's get to what we have for you tonight. Obviously, I will be bringing in JT tonight. Where would I go without my trusty sidekick, who happens to be my co-host on another Fantasy Joe, we, uh, Fantasy Justice show? We will be bringing you. I will wait until he is on to announce that show tonight. Bill Crude is joining us, uh, the wrestler, wrestler turned promoter, turned pain in the ass, turned you know. I mean, he does everything for the wrestling business. But he is going to be on the show tonight. Uh, This is his debut on air tonight. He's going to be joining back with us regularly as our wrestling insider. Folks, I don't know how many places you can go today to get an insider in the WWE, all that's happening in the Florida wrestling front. Folks, I don't know if you know, if you check where most of these wrestlers come from, or where their camp is, okay, it is Florida. This is where it's happening, folks. Uh, And and I'm happy, very happy to bring you one of the big members in the Florida wrestling community, Bill Crude. And uh, if we're lucky enough, we're trying to get, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to, he's going to call in tonight, 7'3", the American Giant, one of Bill's guys, he's gone ahead, and I, I, if you missed the last show, the American Giant has spent some time. He's been on DC, uh, uh, WCW. He's had a, a, a match or two against Rick Nash. Uh, I mean, um, uh, Steve, yeah, Kevin Nash. Rick Nash is the hockey player. I've got hockey on my brain. I just got an update on, on a game tonight. I'm sorry. Um, so Kevin Nash, he's had, had a chance to go ahead and, and wrestle him. So Bill Crude's going to be here, and that is going to bring in, you know, we're going to have, he's going to be first of many guests. Then, uh, you know, as we're going through the night. Starting tonight, people will die. I'm a man of my word. (laughs) That is the kind of night we're going to have. Who knows what's going to happen. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to want to listen to this show from start to end. Uh, we have Joey from breadfromyourbed.com. If we can, he seems to be already a permanent fixture. We set up a VIP room here, and uh, 
if we can get him out of it, it seems like he's poured himself into it rather uh, nicely, made himself comfy, uh, set himself up. He seems like he's got his own little tray of food already, folks. I don't know. He makes sure he sets himself everywhere. I, I should have set up a bed for him, I guess. Um, but, yeah, just call that guy uh, Daddy Morbucks, and um, that's pretty much him. Uh, hold on. You know, my drink set. I got just got another drink hand to be. Can I get two more of those bacon wrapped scallops, please? Thank you. I appreciate it. And folks, I'm sorry. Like I said, not my usual radio show. We don't normally have a little party going on here, but this is big. FantasyJesterSports.com. There we go. Folks, I hope we get, really do have a counter on this. But yeah, we're going to bring in back to Joey, though. Joey's one of the sponsors, one of the proud sponsors of our show. Uh, gives us great support to this show. And, uh, you know, do you want to make more money? And are you tired of the daily rat race? Joey will show you how. He will set you up to make more money right from home. Then tonight, we're going to get bombarded, folks, as tonight we have the football roundtable. I have set up tonight's panel with Jester writers from FantasyJesterSports.com and sprinkled in some of the top fantasy sports players in the country that I face on a regular basis. They're going to give you their opinions to my football questions tonight. That should be interesting because of the personalities involved. You're not going to want to miss that. You're going to get some interesting, interesting uh, thoughts and information in the football world. But first, if you follow the show and I'm sure you do, but for those of you who are new, you know my sidekick, or my phone in my side, whichever way you want to look at it, I'm still trying to figure out which is which, and right now as our lives are joined together more, he's really just a a little bit of both, Uh, but I'm still trying to live with that fact, and that he's both to me. The man that will scour the earth for the next sports star you know, he goes everywhere. Here he comes. I see him. Yes, sir. And hello, sir. Welcome to the first day of FantasyJesterSports.com. JT, how are you tonight, my brother? Jester, doing great. Could not be more excited about this launch. Uh, I've already been on the site many times, quite a few good articles on there. Looking forward to seeing uh, what else you have in store for the Jester listeners. Well, and that's the thing, uh, JT. And now that JT's on with us, folks, I want to go ahead. I want to announce right here, right now, here's the first bit of uh, what makes this show so special tonight. We're going to break a couple of things for all of you. Next Friday night, the day after the first round of the NFL, is going to be our first edition of a one-hour weekly NFL show, The Gridiron Guys. We're going to have a little panel of a uh, group of guys together, going to talk about football together and go over numbers. We're going to get you prepped and ready for everything that you should need to know for this coming season for your coming football drafts. Now, I know a lot of you out there not just love football, but you love fantasy football. And you're going to want to catch every episode because 
we're going to bring all the latest news from teams. We're going to bring you insider information. But most of all, we're going to get you ready, prepped and ready for your fantasy season. This season, folks, is your season to do better than you ever have. And you're going to have the opportunity to do so based on what JT and I bring you, the insider information that we're going to bring you, I guarantee will make you all better fantasy players. You will see the results at the end of your season. We will have you prepped and ready so that you can literally kick your friend's ass and they'll never know what happened. All right. So with that, we also want to talk about the website real quick. And you alluded to this, JT, about checking out the website. Folks, if you notice, we have a – thank you, man. Thanks. We've worked very hard at it. Uh, And, and, you know, before I go any further, I want to thank each and every one of the people involved in making FantasyJusticeSports.com a reality those who have helped make it happen. My team that I put together couldn't be more loyal, couldn't be more dedicated, and and, uh, just an absolute great group of people. The early supporters that have given me uh, well wishes and words of encouragement uh, have been fantastic. God bless you all. To all the new viewers, to all the new fans, to all the new people coming to the website, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're going to have a good time. We're going to give you a lot of good sports, folks. We're going to give you a lot of good insider information, but we're going to have a good time as we do it. Why can't you learn about sports and do it with a smile on your face, laugh, kid around? But here's the other thing that we're going to bring you. We are currently uh, setting up. You're going to see it's uh, coming April 30th to the website. There is a Jester swag page. On that Jester swag page, We're going to be having items for sale, and we're also going to have a vacation contest, a chance for you to win a vacation. Now, a dollar of every item sold and a portion of every dollar brought in to the vacation contest will go to our new charity, FantasyJesterSports.com has a charity that we are going to back and the money is going to go to the proceeds of make a wish foundation. We have aligned ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Uh, They do. Absolutely. JT, they, I'm sure you've heard of their work. Most people have, they do some absolutely fantastic work. I am proud to do whatever that we can. And all the people out there in Jesterville, uh, you know, be happy to know that your money that you're going to spend is going to go to make some poor child's last wish come true. That is what yes, we're sir, here for. If I for. can interrupt you there for a second, uh, you know, I used to work way, way back in the day, back in the 90s, actually. I used to work at Walt Disney World there in Orlando and at the All-Star Cafe. Uh, we saw firsthand, I got to see these kids with, you know, their last wish was to meet Mickey Mouse and go to Disney World or, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. used to bring uh, kids in to the actual, to the All-Star Cafe. Uh, the, the look on these kids' faces, it was fantastic. It's unbelievable charity. 
Well, and that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, uh, I'm trying to bring a site that covers as much as it can. It's going to give you, you know, the best that we've got in sports. We're going to give you insiders. Our insiders are going to become your insiders, folks. Um, we're going to bring you laughs. And then we're also going to, you know, have a feel-good moment. You know, let's give back. There are some really unfortunate children out there that, you know, I will be more than glad to do what I can at my end. And I'm sure all our listeners uh, feel the same way, that they'll do what they can to help a child get their last wish. There's nothing sadder than that, folks. And it's our honor uh, to align ourselves with them. Uh, now, before I bring in uh, our first guest, uh, Bill Crude, um, also this coming Saturday, you're going to want to listen to the, uh, our regular Fantasy Jester show. We're going to have Cleveland radio announcer Jim Rosenhouse on the line. And that's going to be an incredible interview, not just to hear some of his stories, but to see what kind of insider information he has for our listeners. So for those of you who love baseball, those of you playing fantasy baseball right now, we're going to pick Jim's brain, see what he's got. Maybe he can throw us a couple of bones our way as to prospects that will come up so that our Jester fans have a couple of people that nobody else will know is coming up. That will be this Saturday. But right now, I want to go ahead, and I'd like to, uh, yeah, can we get Bill over here, please? Can we get Bill, get him out of the VIP room? Yeah, send him on over. Thank you. Uh, folks, we're getting ready to have Bill Crude in. Like I said, he's a wrestler, former wrestler. He's done it for years, and uh, he's going to be our insider to everything wrestling. Uh, you'll have your opportunity in future shows to go ahead and ask him your wrestling questions. Uh, I'm sure he'll be more than glad to do that. And, uh, you know, as I've spoken on the sport before, folks, it is, uh, it's, it's not real as far as it's a soap opera, man. Uh, And I'm already getting a look like I I just went to get smacked, uh, for saying it's not real, but it's not, it's a, it's a soap opera and, and he's leaning closer this might, you know, folks, you might uh, uh, hear the first ass beating on air. I don't know if you've ever heard yeah, a you, real ass beating on air. Go ahead, JT. Uh, if you, you incite this you, man, you, if you incite him, go ahead. I'm telling you, Jester, you're making it sound like that. That show, One Life to Live, that may be about your life if you keep talking smack the way you are. See, I'm <laughs> from a safe distance, but, you know, you, you may want to tread lightly i know that's hard for you but you may want to consider it you know treading lightly uh, is a difficult thing for me but you know fortunately i've been called pussy so many times that um i have nine lives so i'm sure if he hits me once he can only beat maybe three or four lives out of me i should still be good um bill bill crude welcome to the show sir um you're giving me a look brother uh listen i know people get messed up in the ring but you know i mean it's a show, right? I mean, it's a soap opera, basically. Right? You, you, you pretty much act out days of our lives, don't you? This is your pleasure. I know it's my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure to tell you, sir, that you are really just a pretty much glorified soap opera actor, aren't you? Let me tell you this, okay? So many people think the world of professional wrestling is fake. I'll tell you what's fake about professional wrestling the characters that we play. 
Yeah. Everything else we do is real. And if you don't want to believe that, tonight you'll feel it and find out and tell your listeners how real it really is. You see, and this is where I see, you know, and this is what happens, okay? You know, these guys here, you know, again, uh, uh, just like a soap opera queen, okay? You got the drama, you know, you hurt their little feelings, and right away it's got to turn to violence. And, you know, sir, in the end, we might have to go down that road. We'll see. But, you know, right now, let's at least try and get through the interview. Uh, You know, let me, for our listeners, um, you know, how did you get into wrestling? Strange story about how I got a professional wrestling, but I'll tell you the truth. The truth about professional wrestling and why I chose it. Yes. From my background, I came from an abusive family. Okay. And I decided if I'm going to get beat, I might as well get paid for it. Trying to spin anything into a positive. Okay, I got you now. So, uh, how many years have you been wrestling? Now, at some point, you. Turn this into I'm going to make money at it. I want to go ahead and at least start working at it. For you know, how many years ago? How many years have you been wrestling or in the wrestling business? Let's put it that way. I started in 1980. This is my 36th year in professional wrestling. Gotcha. Wow. Gotcha. So you 36 years of ass kicking and getting your ass beat by the looks of things. Um, you walk a little ginger there, sir. You, I, I'm taking it you've had some injuries. Many injuries throughout the years. The, the worst injury I had came in 2007 when I broke my neck. When you broke your neck. Now, is that – now, all right, so you broke your neck. Was that what, – what move, what was going on? How did – how the hell did you break your neck? Why don't you tell our viewers that, our listeners that? Um, broke my neck on a pile driver move when one of these – idiot young kids decided to put baby oil all over himself. Mm. Wow. Wow. All right. And Bill, how long now? Bill, can, I, uh, can I jump in there, Bill? So sure. would you say that's the reason why you look now at guys like The Undertaker and Kane are, are one of the very few wrestlers in WWE that are actually even allowed to attempt uh, the Tombstone or the, you know, the pile driver now because they are guys that have been around and they're not rookies that could could kill someone. I mean, like, look at Steve Austin back in the 90s. Correct. That's, yeah, that, uh, come out. that happened to him by Owen Hart, who was very seasoned in the business, but mistakes do happen, and certain people you can trust, and certain people you can't. Wow. Uh, I, I, all right, so, yeah, uh, what do you do when you've got a card against somebody that you know isn't technically sound? You've got to worry about, I mean, what is that like? I mean, what do you do? I don't worry about him at all. He does what I say or he gets his ass kicked. Bill's all, and folks, if you haven't noticed, uh, Bill's all about just bottom line. His bottom line is uh, kick your ass and get it done. Uh, and and that pretty much seems to be his theme, if you notice. And, and I'm getting a look again. You know, I'm going to get my ass kicked or I'm going to do some ass kicking before the night's over. I, I have no, which, uh, no idea which is going to happen first. You know, let's go back to the uh, questions, though. I have a clue. J- you know, JT, you know, and I have a clue that you're going to try and incite whatever you can at you. You're you, know, you sick bastard. I, I would never. My halo is straight, man. I would never. Do, I'm sweet and innocent. I would never do anything like that. Halo. Jester. Oh, all right, hold on now. You know, I have to interject one second here, Mr. Halo. 
I can't wait to get some of these other callers on the line that know you. And let's see if they feel the same way about your damn halo there, sir. You know, I know you're here to incite. Listen, I heard what was going on in the production meeting, okay? And I heard what was going on with your idea that you were going to try and get this guy to kick my ass just for fun. All right, so Not at all. I know who you're up to. All I'm going to say is, is I'm sure, Bill, you will agree with this. It's a very, very wise sentence that was once spoke to me. If you play with fire, Scarecrow, you're going to get burned. Amen, You might want to think about that. I like you. Absolutely. Yeah, well, not too many people do. I like you even more. There you go. Before this night's over, you're going to like me better when the gesture can't even talk. You know, and that's probably the angle here is that I'll be out for weeks. JT will take over the show. I'll have my jaw wide. I see what's going on. And no problem. I have come prepared for this just in case. Uh, I have brought me, and that's all I ever need. Um, but, you know, really, let's get back to the questions. We're going off topic. First of all, here. hold on a minute. First of all, JT. Yeah. Thank you for the Western Union money that you sent me today to take care of business, brother. Hey, anything for you, you know, just make him look like Iron Mike Sharp. That's all I'm asking. Uh, Mike Sharp looks a lot prettier than him. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, Bill, you guys sent a lot of money, brother, because you're going to have to bring it. So, I, you know, I don't know if you can see. I know you're old and maybe you don't have your freaking glasses on, but do you see the size of me? So do you really think I'm going to stand there and take it? You think size matters? Ask the American Giant, who stands seven foot three, three hundred fifty-six pounds, if he wants to go one on one with me. I guarantee he'll tell you no. Ah, uh, well, you know what? And we're going to have that opportunity as we're going to bring Giant in in a minute. Okay. Uh, you know, let me first talk about something, and because there is a question, and there is something I do want to get out there. Uh, uh, you know, all, all funniness aside, folks. Okay, about the wrestling. You know. Uh, Bill, in Florida, uh, is it true you don't need a license to wrestle, to hold wrestling matches? How does that work? That is correct. You do not need a license to be a professional wrestler in the state of Florida. So they're not required to cover have insurance for their wrestlers? The only requirement they have is event insurance to cover the crowd. Okay, so the crowd is covered just in case you throw somebody into the crowd. But the individual wrestler is not covered. They wrestle at their own risk. Let me tell you something. We put our life on the line. Every time we walk into that ring, you guys uh, say, oh, it's fake. It's a soap opera. It's not real. I'll guarantee you, and you of all people, I'll give me two minutes in the ring and then tell me how real it's not. Well, okay. and, and you know what? I guess what? I, you know what? And here's the thing, folks. All right. You know, I, I don't like the way you said that just then. I happen to be a proud man, sir. And you know what? I'll tell you what. After this show, okay, and in the coming days, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can work out to bring the Fantasy oh. Jester show right to one of your rings. We'll do a show live right from one of your rings. How's that? I dare you to step in my world. You know what? I, I accept that challenge, sir. Folks, you heard it here first. The Fantasy Jester show just broke that news. You're going to hear the Fantasy Jester step into this man's arena, okay? I want to see what this world is like. We're going to see what this is about. 
He's going to bring me on a soap opera set, okay? The girls will be there to play. I'm ready to play with the girls, okay? You know, I, I'm uh, really, allow me, I, I want to see what's up. JT, go ahead. Uh, allow me to take this moment to uh, announce this public service that I will be doing the Fantasy Jester show solo here shortly, as Jester will be recovering from his injuries at Central Florida Hospital. JT. I'll send you a ticket so you can come down here from Columbus to witness this at ringside. Oh, then I can, yeah, that's even better. I can do the show from right there and give a little play-by-play. I'll tell you what. My next show here in Florida is coming up in June. And if this guy's got the cojones to match the mouth he's got, I dare him to show up. <laughs> and, you know, uh, Jester. You know, and that's a thing, JT, everybody, you and everybody in my world who knows me, how I handle a dare. Uh, I am dumb enough to take on just about any dare. And uh, so well, you're we, on. We will talk about this. Just call I will you, see you in June. You're like Marty what? McFly. Did you just call me exactly. chicken? I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll even, JT, I'll even make this better for you. If you will pull up my friend that you have on hold right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's seven foot three, three hundred and fifty six pounds. I'd love to see you stand next to this man. All right, hold on now. You know what? Let me folks, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Is I'd like to bring in right now, I'd like to welcome in seven foot three build at four hundred pound the American giant. Giant, how are you tonight, sir? Good, sir. How are you doing, my friend? Ah, yeah, very well. Hey, listen, uh, Giant, I just got talent. Uh, Yeah, and there's JT on the line, Giant. Uh, I just got challenged by your boy, Bill Crude. Do I have anything to worry about? Well, just be aware of Bill Crude because, you know, action speaks louder than words when it comes to Mr. Crude. And I've dealt with him so many times before, and he knows what I can do to him. Brother, just watch your back, keep your eyes in the back of your head. And you'll be fine, brother. Oh, he's dirty. He's dirty. But I can kick his ass. Tell me the truth. I can kick his ass. Well, he's nothing, right? He's just dirty. Is that it? I'll, I'll put it to you this way. To the giant, he's nothing. But every every opponent he, he ever had is different. Don't underestimate Mr. Cruz. But I'll put it to you this uh, way. With the giant, he knows what I can do with him. Uh-oh. Bill, you're giving that look like you got something on your mind, brother. Jerry, remember where you come from, brother. Malito trained you. I was there. Uh-oh. I know well, how to take you down. Uh, remember one thing, brother. Rick Flair's the dirtiest player in the game. Guess who's yes, the second well, Crew, just remember one thing. Malenko made champions, not cheaters. Ooh. Well, Ooh. I to remember that. <laughs> Malenko made champions and not cheaters. He didn't well, go and train all the guys uh I'm a champion in my own in my own right. Okay, I want I want you to tell me, Sasquatch. Oh yeah, I remember from WCW, NWO. Tell me where you've been for the last 28 years. You know where I've been? I've been all over the world. I've been over in Japan. I've been over in Canada. I've been in California. I've been over in. India. <laughs> I wrestle the top stars in the game, just like you, you know, in the past, Mr. Cruz. 
I have wrestled guys like the junior player Papo, Destiny Ned Brady, uh, we're losing we're losing the giant there, folks. He's scared. Uh oh. Hey giant, can you hear me, sir? Can you still hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I can hear you. Now let me ask you something. Uh yeah, all right. So, you know, and I have read up on you a little bit more. I had heard of you before and I read up further on you and I had seen you have wrestled uh, throughout the world. Let me ask you something. Uh, you know, we asked Bill the same question. I'd like to ask you, uh, what was your worst injury to date? And I think we lost him. He His call has been dropped. There goes the giant. He just fell like a giant redwood, didn't he? Holy shit, he got scared. Yeah, apparently his worst injury was was his hearing. I think it was a joke. Yeah. yeah. Somebody just laid Jester. the smackdown on his phone. Yeah, I think Jester just intimidated him too much there. I mean, you know, it, it is the Jester. No, you know what? It's Bill being a bully. And, see, you know, that's the thing. I, I now, can see wait a minute. it. Now, wait a minute. We can't talk to our guests that way. From what it sounds to me, Bill's going to make the Jester look like Doink the Clown when he gets done with you. <laughs> Doink's gonna look pretty compared to this guy. Tell him you are you uh, are talking a lot of trash for somebody that is twelve hundred miles away. Hey, it must be nice to be tough that guy, brave. Baby. Telephone tough guy. But don't worry about it. He's coming live. Yeah, I'll be well, down there. I'll see to it. We'll get him down here. All right, um, Bill, let me ask you, you know, uh, we're going to go ahead now and uh, we're going to talk after the show and over this next coming week. Uh, are you serious about your invitation to the June match? If you're really throwing that challenge out there, brother, I'm ready to take you on. I'm What's the challenge? As a dead heart attack. So what's, which one do you want to be, dead or a heart attack? Well, uh, I've caused plenty of heart attacks. That's not what she said. Oh. Uh, I've been, oh. I've been, I've been almost dead twice. Um, three times you know, in June. Three times a lady. Yeah, thanks a lot, sweetheart. Uh, hey, I'm here for all you. All right, I guess, I guess that's what we're gonna do, folks. Uh, this is real. This is really going to happen, June. You're gonna hear me step into Bill's world. Uh, that should be interesting. I and, just got a text. June 11th, Saturday night, June 11th. That's the next. Physically on air, say what's going to happen to you. All right. But you get around the locker room with all these guys, watch your back. Alright, yeah, uh, I understand I'm coming into your world It's coming into, if, uh, uh, for lack of a better term A lion's den But let me tell you something, folks That's one old beat-up lion we're talking about All right, Yeah, but really, I, I mean, hope he's going to pull a Nancy fucking, Kerrigan uh, and Tanya meow. Harding on you He'll pull a Tanya that, Harding on you, man You better watch out That's what I'm saying That's what I'm saying I mean, probably that's what's going on If you heard, that's what American Giant had alluded to is that we're headed down the, uh, a road that's just going to be a dirty road. And, uh, hey, all right, well, you know what? Greats of all time. Rick Flair was still the dirtiest player in the game and still one of the greats of all time. So if he ain't cheating, he ain't trying. 
Bar none. But it ain't, hey, it's not cheating unless you get caught, brother. Absolutely. But well, let me tell you something else, brother. I'm glad to be here on this show. But I'll tell you right now, the giant is the biggest dork there is alive. But uh, let, let me let me. Let me, let me be honest with you for one second. At least he's off of me for a minute. Let me be honest with one second. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Honest. I never go to the ring alone. Mm-hmm. I have a bodyguard that stands six foot eight, three hundred and ninety-seven pounds, called the Motor City Jeez. Bad Boy. The Motor City Always Bad Boy. By my side. Six eight, huh? Six foot eight. You know what I have? You know what I have? A six foot eight stomach. Well, besides that, okay. You know what I have? I'll bring my wife. I'll put her against anybody. That's one tough lady. Now be careful, Listen, Phil. This woman, be careful, this Phil. woman lives with the jester. This woman lives with the yeah. jester 24-7. She's okay. got to be a little tough. Okay, Jessica, you and your wife, I pay women to beat me. All right. Her. You won't have to pay me. I'll beat you for free, sir. I have no problem with that. JT, get ready to take the show over live, brother, because this man's not going to work. I, I am. I see, right. I see and smell my opportunity in the wind here, so I'm ready for it. Well, I smell is a gesture you're smelling. All right. Oh, Listen, oh. guys, we're going to have to go ahead and... Let me ask you a question real quick before you get rid of me. Go ahead. Go ahead. I understand you guys... And JT, you're up in Ohio. I understand you guys do a uh, football talk show, a fantasy talk show. Absolutely. Can I have the honor and privilege of chiming in on that later on? I have my own selection for the Super Bowl already. I'll tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl this year, who's going to be in the Super Bowl, and nobody, nobody has this prediction that I have. This guy's gotten hit with too many chairs. I mean, really. I don't know. I don't he's going to come I mean, into think, our arena. We... Now he's going to – hold on, JT. He's going to come into our arena and tell us what's going on. Definitely hit with one too many chairs, folks. Now, I will say this. You are kind of going to go into his arena to try to tell him what's going on, so I think it's only fair. No, I was threatened into his arena. No, no, no. I didn't go talking smack like, oh, you know what? Hey, let me come into your arena and kick your ass. I didn't do that, but that's okay. I've got to go ahead. We're going to wrap this part up. We're going to bring Bill back. Folks, we're going to have a roundtable discussion. Bill, you'll join us for that roundtable football discussion. I want to hear what you have to say on that. You got time to stick around? Yeah. Go get yourself another drink. You see the uh, buffet table. Have at it. Enjoy. Bill, everybody, that was Bill Crude. Uh, thank you very much for Bill. And, uh, yeah, JT, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, he's a good guy. He, he is really a good guy. He is serious as all hell, though. I really think the man wants to kick my ass. Um, well, you and, did and start off. I, you you did start off basically saying it was a daytime soap. I mean, come on, you know, you did rub a, a little salt in the wound there. You know, it is. There's storylines. I'll try and say this low because I don't want to get the old man upset. You know, uh, obviously he's off his friggin' meds or something if he wants to wrestle me. But all right. Anyway, listen, we got to get off that. I want to bring in my next guest. Can somebody please get Joey out of the VIP room? Tell him he can bring his food with him. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Folks, bring we have a. Hey, JT, man, you know, you know how I roll. This is how we do things here. Trust um, me, I and, do know how you roll, and your draft parties are uh, uh, that of legend. 
So thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. This is true. Um, and that's how you got to do things in life, folks. You got to have fun, do it to the fullest. And right now, you know, talking about having fun and doing things to the fullest, uh, I have, uh, he just sat down, uh, Joey, get yourself a coaster and everything. Somebody get him a coaster and everything. Yeah. Tight set up. Yeah. Put his food over there too. How's the food, Joey? Any good? Yeah, not bad. You can talk, you know, this is radio. They can't see you. Um, Good. All right. Folks, Joey from breadfromyourbed.com is with us. He is a uh, proud sponsor of the uh, show, of the Fantasy Jester show. Uh, He does some fantastic, fantastic work. I don't know if anybody's had opportunity to go on his site yet, but if you haven't, and you're looking to make more money than you do right now. This is the guy. Uh, Joey, thanks for joining us. Uh, I hope you're enjoying yourself. You having fun? Absolutely. Having a great time so far. This has been a great party. Uh, it's been great to meet some of your guests and some of everyone here. Uh, really loving it here, Jester. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, uh, no no problem. It was, it was great bringing you in. Uh, I love uh, I've read your website. Obviously, we've talked plenty of times on the phone, not just about the sponsorship, but how you've helped us, too, at our end. Uh, I, I'm really uh, glad to have you aboard as one of our teammates. And uh, now I just really want to have the opportunity to ha- let you talk to the people out there, let them know who you are. So, you know, first off, I just want to ask, what exactly is breadfromyourbed.com? You know, what do you do in your business? Well, Bread From Your Bed is two things. It's a personal finance blog geared towards helping people learn many unique and awesome ways to make extra money from home. And it's also a business services website that offers many different services for different businesses, both small and large. And, you know, we help them grow and take off their business from medias that are new to today's, you know, businessman. Nice. Nice. Um, now, what type of uh, services do you offer in general? Well, we offer a wide range of services, Jester, from website and graphic design to social media management, social media marketing, to SEO. We offer website traffic campaigns. Uh, excuse me for one second. SEO, what is SEO for people who don't know? SEO is search engine optimization. It's the way in which that your website or your business, rather, is going to be ranked on search engines, making it more accessible or less accessible uh, to potential customers. Okay, so you can really help, it seems like, with the idea people might be able to make something from their own home. Let's say, you know, you can make uh, cheese boards or, you know, little planters and uh, somebody wants to start up their own website. In other words, you'd be able to get them off the ground on the technical end uh, to get them started up and show them how to easily run it. Is that, that that's along the lines, correct? Uh, some of your services? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that we do that I think is to our advantage is that we can help a business on every level, whether it's starting it, creating the website, building it, getting the graphics in, um, and then, you know, content as well. But we can help it in regards to traffic and SEO to help the website get out there you know, launch social media campaigns to help the website get out there to more people. You know, we promise our clients an an, an increase and an exposure 
you know, for their business. And that's what we try to provide for each and every one of our clients. Wow. Uh, so it seems like it's a, a quite a bit of uh, wide-ranging services. Uh, you seem like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you essentially help a business in several ways, it seems. Uh, so, you know, tell me about uh, your personal blog, then. Well, the blog is one of my favorite aspects of the website because one of the things that I believe to be the true American dream is for people to find a way to make money, their primary income, from home, uh, giving them more time to spend with their family and their loved ones. Uh, I think that's something that almost every American and almost every person anywhere would, you know, really prefer. Um, so what we do is we discuss many different ways for people to make extra money from home. Uh, our articles discuss things such as making money from your junk mail, uh, such as making money from selling items online, utilizing some apps uh, that create that make money for people. Those are just some of the examples of articles on the website. But we really discuss a wide range of things of how people can make extra money essentially from home. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, and people, that's Joey from breadfromyourbed.com. Uh, as you can hear, he can help you make money. You know, I don't know. I know a lot of people that are really tired of the daily rat race and just oh. looking for a way to get out, start their own thing, make money from home, be able to spend some quality time with your loved ones, uh, you know, not have to worry about travel and this and that. It's just really... He's, it seems like, you know, he's going to help you be able to get out of that. If you feel stuck in that kind of world, help yourself get out of it. Joey can help you. Uh, you know, Joey, just, you know, turn into sports uh, real quick. Uh, what, are you, uh, what are your pro teams? Well, for the NFL, it would be the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Who else? Go ahead. Uh, well, for the NBA, we have, uh, you know, Philadelphia 76ers and the Knicks. Um, wow. I, uh, for NHL, I like the Devils and the Lightning. And uh, for, I'm not a big fan of baseball, but, you know, I, I follow every now and then. And I've always liked you know, rooted for the Yankees. All right. So pretty much uh, the Eagles have told me one thing. When you said Eagles, great. Right. So you can help with business, but you're not really good at picking a quality team. I got gotcha. you. Uh, you want to stick around, too? Uh, we're going to have yeah. this uh, roundtable. We're getting ready to start that now. You want to stick around and talk yeah, before a while? I absolutely love to. Thank you. Awesome. I like everything about this. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you have a good time. How about another drink for Joey, yeah, please? All right, yeah. Somebody set him up, please. Don't let that man go dry. Don't let, folks, anybody at the party, don't go dry. All right. If anybody saw on their Facebook page, uh, I'm quite proud. Sometimes you can reach a number and, and the alcohol bill uh, for this party is a number that you can be proud of in this world, folks. I, I absolutely love the idea. Um, JT, you're going to say something before we bring anybody in? Well, I, I just wanted to say at least he's not an Orioles fan like uh, somebody else we talked to a couple days ago. So he's got that in his favor. Rookie boy, rookie boy will be joining us on the line. Folks, we're getting ready for the NFL uh, for the NFL roundtable. We're going to start talking a couple of NFL questions. We're going to bring in uh, fantasy writers for fantasyjester.com. There's that name again, folks, fantasyjestersports.com. 
Go there now. Go see a great freaking website. I got Bill making faces over at the other end here. You know, folks, I'm telling you, I'm going to smack this man with something before the night is over. I'm, uh, I'm telling you, this is going to be fun tonight, folks. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. It's coming. Uh, you know, and here's the thing, folks. You know, as I get ready to bring in, we're going to have a bunch of callers on the line. And uh, I'm going to have a nice little roundtable. We're going to ask a couple of quick questions of the roundtable for everybody. Uh, but I pretty much liken it to this. Now, our operation is small, but there's a lot of potential for aggressive expansion. So which of you fine gentlemen would like to join our team? Oh, there's only one spot open right now. So we're going to have tryouts. Yes, folks, as we bring in our guest tonight, um, our first one on the line that we're going to bring in is our esteemed colleague uh, from the fantasy world. We are going to bring in the K-Blade tonight. He is joining us. He is uh, one of our football uh, analysts, and he's a fantastic uh, fantasy player in the football world. Some of the other sports might be leave a little desired, but uh, he well, definitely yeah. uh, he definitely isn't bad in football. Uh, K Blade, you're on the line, sir. How are you? Some call it a sling blade. I call it a Kaiser blade. There you go, folks. We got Kaiser on the phone. Also uh, <laughs> tonight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody's feeling pretty good tonight. Uh, we're We'll get back to uh, K-Blade in a second. Who else can we bring on uh, coming up next, folks? Uh, he's been on the show once before. Uh, he uh, was the unfortunate uh, recipient of the Martavis Bryant trade. Sam Clum is on the line. Sam, how are you, sir? I'm great, Jester. How are you, bud? Oh, man, I, I am absolutely hey. fantastic. There he is. Sam. What an appropriate day for you to be on the radio, too, 420. I mean, it's like it was written in the stars. I had a feeling you'd bring that up. That, that Yeah, and it, it had to be. You know, Sam, in all fairness, uh, I, I, I understand that sometimes JT can pick on some of the guests, but in all fairness, you had to know the 420 reference was going to come your way. I mean, there was nothing and you could do I about still, it. I, and I still came on, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> awesome. awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, also uh, on the line, uh, and as I continue to bring people on the line, these are people, folks, that are either writers or the top fantasy players I have played against throughout the nation. That's who we're bringing you tonight. The next up on the line is a man who I questioned his sanity more than once in this world. Uh, if you've heard, so, he's been on a couple of episodes now. We have shark diver extraordinaire, conservationist, the man who will dive with sharks without a cage, Ryan Walton. He happens to be a top fantasy player and plays in several of our leagues. Ryan, how are you tonight? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Hey, um, how's going, Ryan? Welcome back. You know how it is. You Thank know you how it is. I'm glad to be back. It's going to be a lot of fun. Ryan, uh, you know, congratulations. Uh, Ryan, folks, so that you know, really works very hard. He doesn't just do diving, and he doesn't just 
you know, play with sharks without a cage. He's big on the conservation, and and I saw you. Is that that was you? I mean, there are many people that look like you, sir, on the uh, television tonight. Correct? I was on there tonight. Yes. Congratulations, um, sir. Congratulations. We we uh, are huge supporters of you and your cause. We are uh, privileged to have you on uh, tonight. Next up, folks, also on the line, as we get to our fantasy com writers, we have on the line, we brought him in last week for everybody for the first time. We have Rookie Boy. Rookie Boy, hey, how are you, sir? Your name. Jester, I'm great. The Baltimore Orioles are still in first place. Enjoy it while you can, sir. Enjoy it while you can. That's sweet. That's absolutely adorable. Just be happy you turned in a good friggin' article. And, uh, you know, your opinions are adorable right now, but. Right now, it's still Baltimore, sir, and there's not much you can do with that. We're still happy to have you on the line. All right. And uh, as we continue on, you know, some say you save the best for last. This isn't that case. I wish it was. I I wish I could say I was saving the best for last. I would be saving myself for that if that was the case. Um, Right now, on the line, we're bringing him in. The one, the only, Crash Davis. I mean, uh, Jason Cordner. Jason, how are you, sir? What's happening? Happy 420, everybody. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah boy. Yeah. Hey, you know, as soon as you introduced me, my man Duda just hit a powerful shot, giving my Mets a 4-3 lead. We're over 500. We're coming to go back to the World Series. Let's go, Mets. You know what's cool about that is that that's not going to happen. <laughs> now, here's the thing, too, and, you know, you really shouldn't come on air after you smoke that shit. You really not shouldn't. Really should. Okay. So, you know, but, hey, listen, we are happy to have Jason on the air and in one piece. Last uh, Saturday, folks, we uh, were going to have him online, and in the middle of him calling in, he, he had a a little accident, a little accident right there, uh, Jason. Little yeah, problem I was there. Little for my little, I was reaching for my 420, and then uh, then it cost me 550. All right, folks. It happens. As we start, yeah, exactly, exactly. As we start our uh, NFL questions, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to speak. Some people are going to want to uh, get a last shot in, and and sometimes you're just not going to be able to, guys. We're going to move around. I want to get everybody's opinion. Everybody will have a chance to speak. Try not to talk over each other. I will go ahead and direct traffic. I understand this is the uh, most callers that we've had on the line, so I understand that we're all not used to interacting together. Uh, For our listeners, uh, you know, I I have no problem admitting I'm new at this. So, you know, uh, and and so are these guys that are with me. I mean, we're not going to sit here and lie. We might be experts in sports, okay, but, you know, we're, we're learning how to be experts on the radio. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to try not to talk each, over each other. 
We'll, de- you know, I'll go ahead and try and, you know, go ahead. One, two, three. We'll ask everybody. We'll have a little uh, talking back and forth. But pretty much I'm going to go down the line. And as I do, we'll get everybody's opinion. Uh, you know, first off, and I guess I'm going to skip the questions. And <laughs> I'm going to throw a curveball to everybody right off the bat. Um, you know, I've I given everybody a list of questions at the production meeting, and we're going to go off that just for one second. Uh, and we're going to go to Joey first, especially because uh, it involves his team. Today, folks, the Philadelphia Eagles made a trade and moved up to second. And firsthand, I want to know uh, your opinion on that trade, Joey. As an Eagle fan, are you happy that they went ahead and spent so much for the pick? Uh, that's my first question. Well, I think that they definitely spent more than they needed to, um, especially to move up. You know, I think it was seven spots, something along those lines. I think they definitely spent more than they needed to. Um, the move is baffling from the perspective that they've given so much guaranteed money to Sam Bradford and Chase Daniels. I mean, so you give that kind of money to them, and I guess if money's not the big deal, you know, that – could have been allocated to another position, but, uh, you know, most of the people in Philly are happy at the idea that we're likely to get a franchise quarterback. And, and is that who you're thinking? Are you thinking they're going to go quarterback with that pick? Yeah, from what I've heard, the Eagles seem to have an understanding that the Rams are likely to go Goff, uh, Jared Goff, and that the Eagles are going to go Carson Wentz. That's what I believe is going to happen. Howie Roseman confirmed today that the Eagles will use the number two overall pick on a quarterback. And, you know, so that's the direction we're going to go. All right. All right, JT, uh, you're next. What, what's your feeling on uh, the Eagles? Uh, good move, and uh, where do you think they're going? Well, really good move when you look at it from the aspect that they moved from, what is it, 13 to 8 by unloading Kiko Lonzo, Byron Maxwell's contracts. Then they go ahead and they turn that and move up to go get Carson Wentz, presumably, who honestly, from everything I've seen and studying the tape on him, I think he's got a higher ceiling than Andrew Luck does. So I'm excited for the Eagles. That's a hell of a move on their part. All right. And uh, Ryan, Ryan, what's your thought? Your team made a trade with the Eagles this year. Uh, What do you think? Good move by the Eagles to move up to two now? And uh, who do you think they're taking? No, um, I I actually disagree with the move myself from a money standpoint. Um, so we talk about unloading Alonzo and Maxwell to my beloved Dolphins. Um, good good move for the Eagles from a money standpoint, yes. Um, but I think everybody, uh, there's like 72 people on this phone call right now, would agree that the Eagles, didn't matter who was there last year, there was – pieces to five different puzzles. You were never going to build the right puzzle in Philadelphia last year. So you could take Byron Maxwell out of the equation, Kiko Alonso. Those players are going to revive. So sure, you freed up cap space. But now you just got rid of five draft picks. um, And you spent another six to eight million dollars, right? Based on the first round, uh, second overall pick. I mean... So how how much money out of their 150 cap? Like 35 percent goes to quarterbacks. Come on. Well, so I, no, uh, I I think it's a bad idea. They hopefully they can get rid of one of the quarterbacks they have. 
Uh, and that's pretty much where I feel that they're going to go uh, with that. All right, uh, moving on to the next question and to the next round of people. Uh, we're going to go Calvin Johnson, folks. Uh, retired suddenly. Some people uh, are a little shocked by that. Uh, not expecting Calvin Johnson to pull the uh, the uh, Barry Sanders on, on the uh, Detroit Lions. Sam Clum, uh, do you think uh, do you think he comes back? Do you think Calvin Johnson's coming back? Absolutely not. I don't. I mean, obviously, over the last couple of years, he's been he's been injured quite a bit, and um, you know, with his injury history and how much he's taken the toll on his body, I was surprised that he even was willing to come back last year. Now he had a great year and he had a great finish to the end of the year, but um, I just I don't see it unless they're going to give him a twenty five million dollar, thirty million dollar contract. It's not going to happen. Okay, uh, and I'm gonna again. I'm gonna bounce different questions off different people. Bill Crude, same question. Uh, Megatron, Calvin Johnson, coming back? Yes or no? I think he comes back. I think he's gonna come back to one of two different teams this year. Okay. A chance. Which two? Um, number one pick if he comes back will probably be New England. I think his second choice would be Miami. Miami, huh? Well, if they only had a Why? quarterback, I'm not crazy about Tannehill. Um, I, I can what? see him going Jeffrey, other Come places. on. Uh, Ryan, I'm sorry, man. I know. I know. You love your boy. Uh, I you happen to sad, think – here's what I think about here's, – here's what I think about Tannehill, okay? Tannehill has a ton of potential. I like the kid. Personally, I don't think he's gotten a fair chance. Personally, I, I think that they keep changing offensive systems on a guy who came in learning to play quarterback. Personally, I think he's incredibly, I think he's incredibly athletic. Okay, and I'd like to see him, uh, you know, have that talent and stability around him so that he can progress. If Tannehill Nass didn't touch the ground six to eight times per game, I think we'd see a different quarterback. I think the, the oh, offensive true. line has been the biggest problem his whole career. And and I think that's that's where his issues have lied. He can throw the ball. He can get out of the pocket. We're not talking about Ryan Tannehill. But I, I wanted to call you out there. <laughs> uh, Ryan's going to be a great quarterback if he can stay upright. Yeah, I, I, but my biggest thing is, and what helps with that is keeping him also in the same system so that, you know, that extra second that you need in that pocket uh, because uh, he's still getting used to the system reads. Maybe his wide receivers are making the wrong read too, you know, because they're getting used to the system. Yeah, I love Jarvis Landry. I love the Miami Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are really, and, and I'm going to be uh, covering the Dolphins in my article uh, this week. So uh, I'll be interested to see what you have to think about my piece on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, but I really think that they're going to surprise a lot of people in that division, and, um, you know, I really truly believe that given the proper draft, they could take New England this year. It is going to be close. New England has lost people. New England has lost one important thing to me, a defensive line. Pressure on another team's quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Yep. Uh, now, let me ask you something. Rookie boy, you there? 
I'm there. All righty. Here's your chance. You ready? I'm ready. Does Does Romo make a full year? Uh, I mean, he has to, right? I mean, he's on a short leash. He hasn't done it. Uh, he's fragile. He needs to do it or he's done in Dallas. I mean, they're they're ready to move on. Well, maybe so, he's uh he's getting ready to go ahead. He can uh, sit back, enjoy FantasyJesterSports.com for his latest sports news. Um, but that's besides the point. Yeah, I think he's done. And uh, now, what do you think they're going to do? What do you, you think they're going to address that in the first round, or you or you think they're going to address that in the second round? Uh, that's tough to, tough to say. Um, they might sit back and wait, you know, maybe pass some lynches there who I think could really be, end up being, you know, the best quarterback taken this year. Okay. So All righty. I, I would pick him up, you know, he can pass some lynches and prove it. Now, let me, uh, let me go ahead and ask, um, Busy J. Busy J, sir, what's your feeling on Mr. Romo? I think this year Romo wants to prove the haters and the doubters something. So I think he lasts 12 games. I give him 12 games. He's going to have a bounce back year. He's going to try his best to stay healthy. It's really up to the O-line to help that. And I think the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys go after Hoyer. I think they don't draft a quarterback this round, in the first, second, or third round. I think they just wow. see what the market is later on and probably Did grab on Hoyer. Busy, busy. I got I to gotta throw some at you here, though. For the, the Cowboys' offensive line is considered this great offensive line, the best O-line in football. Romo sure is running for his life a lot behind that offensive line. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. They're so, good road know, I think they're great they're good road graders. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Yep. Now, uh, now let me ask you, uh, Busy, so who are they going to go in the first round? What's your what's your prediction on the Cowboys there? I mean, what do you feel for them? I think they're going to go ahead and um, draft that quarterback out of Florida State, mm. Ramzo. I think that's what that's their best bet. You know, with the whole with Jim the whole Ramsey? situation of yeah, with the whole situation up top with the quarterback, this kind of puts the Chargers and the Cowboys in a win-win situation because now they get to take the best players on the board. Not yeah, I think they're going to go D-line. I think they're going to go Bosa. Really? They, they really do oh. like Bosa. Bosa's going to go higher than he should simply because Jerry's a moron. Um, <laughs> that's my opinion. I, I think Ramsey's going to fall right into Jacksonville's hands. I mean, the no way. Really? That, oh. No way. You don't think he falls to five? He doesn't make it. He doesn't make it past three or four. You're either going to see Tunsil go to the Cowboys at four and Ramsey to the Chargers, or a trade up at three, or vice versa. But he doesn't make it past four. Okay, Blake, yeah, what I'm, do you I'm, think? I'm thinking. Okay, Blake, you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. What do you got? Um, what do you think? I, you know, the Cowboys are an interesting group. Uh, they learned how to lean on the run. Uh, you know, and I think they're going to continue to do that. I think they're going to uh, take the reps off of Tony's arm, and that's going to help him significantly. So I, I'd like to see him take Ezekiel Elliott from the Ohio State University, where I'm at right now, up, up in Columbus right now. Um, and uh, I'd like to see them 
you know, basically get DeMarco Murray back in a, in a young buck like Ezekiel and, and let him run and let Tony uh, just do his thing with Des Bryant on on the times when it counts. Uh, but to Towns' point, you know, I mean, they could pass protect better. Um, I guess the question is about his mor- uh, mortality, though. You know, he is really prone to injuries, so, uh, and he, he hasn't gotten any younger. So uh, if i got to make a prediction – um, you know, I think he makes it like 12 games, like the other guy said, for sure. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching these, these boys, these Cowboys. All right. And, you know, before we go, I'm going to go to uh, Sam Cum next on the same question. Before I do, uh, I just got a note thrown at me. Uh, Kurt Schilling has been fired by ESPN, folks. Uh, that's what a done shot. deal. Kurt Schilling gone ESPN. What isn't gone, folks, is the FantasyJesterSports.com website for your viewing pleasure. Folks, you want to check in daily to see our newest articles. And for those sports lovers and fantasy players, you're going to want to check in on the latest Jest tab. That is going to be a constant updating of the latest sports news for you sports lovers you're going to be able to check back the site all day, all day long, constantly. Um, we're going to go to, because uh, up in the Ohio State area, I want to hear uh, from Sam Clum. Sam, what's your feeling? What, where is Ezekiel Elliott going? Oh, as much as it pains me to say this, and I can't believe you put me in this position, Jester, but I almost have to, I almost, almost have to agree with Kaiser. And or K Blade, whatever you want to call him. That 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 hurts me. That hurts me down down deep. And hurts me, um, you agree with him. I wow. know it does. Like you know, I can't believe it. But I just I think Ezekiel Elliott's gonna go there. Um the only other potential, uh looking at the overall, like if he would fall as far back to uh I believe fifteen where the Raiders are or fourteen, one of the two, uh would be a good fit. But I do think that the Dallas Cowboys take take him at number four because like you said, Jerry here, Jones is an idiot. He's going to waste the number four pick, and I'm not going to. Say, I don't say. I don't want to say waste, but you know, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be one of those uh, great talents that can run the ball and stay on the field. And I think that's just. Uh, it's just a no-brainer not to, not to take that for the Cowboys. Sam, right. Sam, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Sam. So, you got Darren McFadden, who had a good year last year. They just signed Alfred Morris. And recently, there's talk of an extension to Dunbar, the receiving back out of the backfield. Cowboys have a lot more pressing needs than running back at this point, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they they could do that. But whenever you have a talent like Ezekiel Elliott coming out of the Ohio State University, it's hard to pass that up. Well, you know how you know how you said you hate to agree with K-Blade? I hate to agree with yes. the Jester. But with Lawrence probably going to get a four-game suspension and them having no pass rush whatsoever, I, they have to go defensive end at four at that point. Absolutely. I, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I, I do believe Romo is going to be throwing the ball a lot this year. Is he a first-round draft pick? I don't think so. But, you know, he's going to be throwing the ball a lot this year. So, I mean, I, I think that's going to be something for all right, all right. Now, getting on to our next question, and you know what? I like this question so much, I want to hit everybody on the panel with this one uh, because, to me, it's still 
one of the bigger moves that affect the draft and more so to me is going to affect the NFL for the next decade. And that is the Tennessee Titans move. Okay. Did they just make the deal that makes them the new dynasty in the NFL? I'm going to start with Ryan Walton. Ryan, Tennessee Titans, what do you think? They're the next it's real dynasty. Early. It's too early to to start dropping the D word. I mean, um, did they make some, some good decisions? Did they, you know, fill out the roster pretty well? Yes. But they also have some good decisions to make here in the near future and some guys that do need to prove themselves. I'm a fan of Rashard Matthews. Um, but... I mean, they do need better receivers uh, in the rotation, in the depth pool. Uh, obviously, we know who they've picked up at running back, but um, behind uh, DeMarco Murray, I, I don't know that there is that guy to come in and, and do the job. They proved that last year. Bishop Sankey might as well go to the CFL. Um, so, they have voids? No, I don't think they'll be a, a, a dynasty like the Patriots or the, you know, they're the Steelers, but they're going to be better. All right. All right. Uh, Bill, Bill Crude, same question, sir. The Tennessee Titans, they just made that big move, big trade. Uh, do you think this locks them up as the what's coming up to be one of the new dynasties in the NFL? No, not yet. I think they're still a couple years away. There's still uh, some spots they need talent in. In the future, they will be okay, but I wouldn't consider a dynasty. I mean, come on, you can't you can't make a team a dynasty unless you've got somebody like Brady or, or, or Aaron Rodgers. So you're not sold on Mariana, is what you're saying, not, pretty not much? All. Not at all. From, from really, wow! I happen to like the kid. I want to see what he does uh, as he gets more familiar. I mean. Uh, I see him as a productive player. Uh, interesting take. Interesting. So we have uh, one maybe, one no. Uh, you know, uh, Busy J, what's your feeling on this, sir? I've been waiting to hear what you had to say about this deal. I wanted to ask you the other day. Uh, I'm happy to have you here right now. Been bugging me. Uh, we haven't had the opportunity to speak on this one yet. What do you feel about Tennessee? You think they just started a new dynasty, uh, the, what the new standard is in the NFL? Are they about to? I think what Tennessee did is they set them up. They set themselves up for a great future. What I mean by that is it used to be the Colts division for so long, and I really believe Andrew Luck is going to take the first bus out of Indy the moment he becomes a free agent, and that's going to leave Tennessee in the driver's seat. I say, hey, you take those picks, you build around the draft, get Mariota some help, and the division is yours. Who's going to stop you? Texans, I doubt it. The Colts are a mess. Go for it. Uh, uh, and we have somebody that's going to be covering that division uh, right here with us. Yes. What is uh, Joey from BreadFromYourBed.com is also one of our help. He helps write on football and wrestling for us. Uh, Joey uh, is going to be covering folks. FantasyJesterSports.com currently right now is running an eight-piece article. It started today. It will run for eight days right up until the draft. 
Uh, we give a division-by-division division breakdown. Each one of our writers have taken uh, two divisions, our football writers, have taken uh, two divisions. So Joey's taken two, Rookie Boy's taken two, uh, Jason Busy J has uh, taken two, and I have taken two. And the division that we're talking about with the Titans belongs to Joey. So, Joey, what is your feeling? Do you think that we're about to see a, a, a new dynasty in the NFL with the Titans? Well, I think that I got to agree with what a lot of people are saying that, you know, obviously not yet. But what I do think is that there is absolutely potential for the Titans to become a dynasty. Uh, I, I'm personally 100% sold on Mariota. He's a great quarterback. He's going to be, uh, you know, the next good, you know, solid young quarterback, next, you know, Andrew Luckish kind of, you know, player who, you know, is going to take that franchise to the next level. And when you surround him, you know, with good, solid additions to the team, not to mention the picks, I think that they've put themselves in a position for success. And that, you know, very soon they have the potential to be a dynasty. Uh, yeah, and that's pretty much how I, I really, uh, I can't see them messing up. I'll give my opinion in a minute. Uh, before we go to Rookie Boy for his opinion, uh, I want to provide this very important service announcement to all the men out there today. Folks, if she's moody, grab her booty. Make her happy, okay? Um, that is the best advice the jester can give. And before we go to Rookie Boy, hold on one second. Yeah, I'm going to take another mimosa, and I guess we're out of the, uh, yeah. Hold on, guys. All right. Um, we're going to go to Rookie Boy. Rookie, what do you feel on the uh, Titans? All right, well, it's it's kind of interesting because um, – Mimosa. You know, that division is wide open. You know, the Jags aren't very good, although they are going to get better uh, relatively soon. Uh, The Colts, uh, as mentioned earlier, are a mess. The Texans aren't very good. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do with um, the room they have to make moves now. Um, But as we've seen, uh, the Rams got a King's Ransom from the Redskins, and they couldn't do anything. So it's no guarantee, and also, as long as their coach is Mike Malarkey, nothing's really going to get accomplished in Nashville. Interesting. Uh, I, you know what? Um, yeah, i got to be honest with you. That is a fantastic uh, analysis there because, yes, if there was one piece that I'm not 100% sold on is that Malarkey can take them to where they need to go. I think he'll be there for the uh, for the first year or two as it grows. Um, I just can't I can't put Super Bowl winning coach and Mike Malarkey in the same sentence. Uh, I don't know about anybody else. Uh, who's, who do we have left? We got K Blade on this one, and we got Sam. Right, K Blade. Yep. What's your feeling, my brother? What do we got on the Titans? You think this is it? You think this is the beginning of something special in Tennessee? Oh man, this a this a really good question you proposed here. Um, I was going to hit the same point on um, Malarkey. You know, to to make a dynasty, you need a coach. You need a good GM. And I just don't really believe in in the Titans front office or the the coach they have on field. 
I, I'm a Browns fan, you know, so we've had plenty of draft picks in the past where we've had, you know, the most picks in the draft, and you got to hit on them. You know, it's one thing to have a bunch of picks. It's another thing to hit on them. And I don't know if this uh, Titans, uh, you know, uh, GM is going to have what it takes to draft the right guys. I, I think uh, a couple things can happen, and it can flip the switch for him. One, if Doriel Green Beckham can become a superstar. Right. If, if if he escalates himself to a Calvin Johnson type status this season and just the, the, the light turns on um, and Mariota progresses like we hope he will and DeMarco Murray regains his form, um, yeah, you could you could see this, the makings of a dynasty. Uh, but I'd like to see that, that coach get stronger. Uh, but I really don't know if they're even going to make the playoffs. I think the Colts are still going to push him out in this division. Hmm. You got feeling that Jacksonville coming at all? Do you feel Jacksonville coming, K-Blade? I feel like Jacksonville and Houston are still kind of neck and neck for that third plot spot. Um, I, I would put even Jacksonville over Houston right now because of the quarterback. Yeah, and we're going to get to that because we're going to lead up to that question because I really have a good one on that one. Sam, uh, Sam, come uh, last one on this one. Titans, what's your feeling, you sir? Me, what has anybody said? Who? You can't forget me. Uh, come on. Well, I'm not going to forget you. you. Don't worry. You'll be there. No, you're always there. No, no, it seems I, like. No, number one, number one. I'm not trying to pick on K. Blade, but I can't believe he compared the Browns drafting to the Titans drafting. Um, but the the overall the overall feel for me is is that um, they're a young team. You know, they have you know Beckham. They do have Mariota, which I think may have a uh, breakout season this year. Um, you know, with Demarco Murray coming in there, I know a lot of people you know keep saying they're hoping for him to have that breakout season. Um, you know, the, the idea is for Murray is, is hopefully he can become a 12, go back to the 1,200 back that we, that we expect him to be. But the overall feel is, is that as long as they don't use or miss like, or draft like the Browns do and draft a good offensive line and a good defense, I don't see why they can't become a dynasty in the future. All right. Yeah. And, and you know, here, uh, before we get to JT's opinion on it, um, I really, I, I don't. How do you mess this up? I mean, literally, you need an offensive lineman. You need one more wide receiver, and to me, you have an offense that uh, is capable of putting points on the board. Uh, and then you can literally, literally, dedicate the rest of your draft this year and next straight defense. That's a lot of. That's a lot of talent to miss on. That's a lot of talent when you only have to concentrate most of two drafts on one side of the ball. That's a lot of talent to miss on. And and you got to be, I mean, you got to be morons in my eyes to uh, mess that up. And uh, hold on, before we get to JT, I just got my mimosa, but I didn't get food. And and, and the reason why, here's the problem with the food, guys. I'm sorry. This sounds crazy, but Joey from Bread from Your Bed has uh, left the table for a little bit because he's back at the food. He, I mean, he, 
it, I, hopefully this kid doesn't eat in bed all day, okay? Because, I mean, that's what he's making money for is his food bill, folks. You know, if, if he can support his food bill, he can help you make money. That's the way I see it. Um, you know, Bill's sitting over there. He's sipping on his drink, and that's great. But Joey's going to eat the party out of house and home here. Um, so, you know, let me just make sure, yes. I will take some of that stuff flank steak. We have some steak here, folks. I wish I could pass it out to some of you listeners. We have some barbecue stuff flank steak. That is absolutely phenomenal. Um, all right. Enough of that. Yeah, right there. That's good. Thanks. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. And I had to get some before this. I'm telling you, I've never seen anybody eat like this before. Um, this is incredible. All right, guys. Uh, and JT, my esteemed colleague, my soulmate, my other wife, that's what Bob wow. is calling you. Bob is calling you my other wife, my radio wife now. Um, what are you feeling on Tennessee, my brother? I've been waiting to hear what you have to say. Well, I heard an interesting story that at the Combine, each team's general managers draw a number to see which suite they're going to be in for the Combine. And it just so happened that the Rams and Titans – drew a suite right next to each other. So the the comment from the Rams general manager was, well, that's convenient. That's how you start <laughs> off that trade. Now, when you look at that, when you look at the, when you look at the Titans, Mariota, and again, I'm not comparing him to this player. I'm saying he's this type of player. To me, he's today's version of Steve Young. He can move around, make plays with his feet, accurate with the ball down the field, make smart decisions, that's the type of quarterback you need. You look at these quarterbacks now that are getting beat up. I know he got dinged a lot last year, but I think that was more offensive line issues than anything. As far as the dynasty goes, I'm not agreeing with Doriel Beckham Green. He looks like Doriel Green player. Beckham. That guy too. But I'm not overly sold his on. Well, it's his brother. I'm I'm really not sold on his ability to go up and get the ball down the field. He's not Calvin Johnson, nor will he ever be. Um, Richard Matthews, being a Dolphin fan, hated to see him leave, but he showed some last year. At 15, you'll I like that kid. Getting, he's a good player. I mean, he was good in Nevada when Colin Kaepernick threw the ball to him. So, But as far as what they get this year at 15, I've actually heard that they may try to trade back up into the top 10. So wow. are they going to use some of that ammo that they just got from the Rams? to move back up because, to me, that has a lot to do with the answer to this question. So I think Jacksonville is going to be the team that's going to lead that division over the next few years. It's, uh, it, it's I'm telling you, I want to see somebody very good is going to be still there at number five for the uh, Jaguars. And you pretty much know they're going to go defense. So, they're just going to keep bolstering that defense. Both. Yeah, it's going to be Miles Jack. And, or I'm telling you, the way things are setting up, I know you guys are going to disagree with me. Shocker there. Um, Ramsey? Can you imagine? Yeah. Now they add Ramsey, and then in the second round, they add that outside linebacker that they need. I mean, that, I mean, wow. Problem I like that, the Jaguars. Go ahead. Problem with that though is they still have Prince of Mukamara on their team. 
Yeah, but you know what? He, he, he as, as a Giant fan, we already know he doesn't make a full season. And, and you know, I, if you if you go ahead and you add a Ramsey, do you move a Mukamara to to the uh, third guy? You know, do you move him off the starting corners? Remember, they only gave him a one-year deal. This isn't like they signed him long-term. They're not completely sold on him either. So to hurt his feelings and not start him, I don't think Jacksonville's really that worried about it, to be honest with you. Um, But all right, moving on along. uh, And as we're discussing our roundtable, and before we go into it, folks, we're here tonight. We're celebrating FantasyJesterSports.com, your kingdom for everything sports. If you want great articles on NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB, wrestling, go to FantasyJesterSports.com. Also, we're going to be adding the Gridiron Guys our one-hour football special, weekly special, and we have a special show. That's going to kick off on a Friday, but then following that, folks, it's going to be every Thursday night, 7 o'clock until 8 o'clock. It's going to take you right up until Thursday night football when the football season starts and gets underway. What we're doing is we're starting at 7, going to 8. This way, that's going to give you time to go hit the bathroom, get what you need to drink, eat, get the TV set up, get the wife off to the side and out of your hair, whatever you got to do to get set up for football, okay? Uh, or go get your wife, tell her, hey, listen, we're ready. It's game time, okay? Come on, honey, get your damn jersey on. The game is on. Let's go. Uh, that's what it's going to give you time. Also, folks, on the FantasyJesterSports.com website, we're going to have the swag page. You can buy Fantasy Jester items. You're going to have the Fantasy Jester vacation giveaway uh, where it's a contest. Everybody's going to try and win a vacation. And all proceeds, not all proceeds, a portion of all proceeds from the vacation, a portion of every item sold on the Fantasy Jester site is going to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. We are aligning with them. Also uh, coming up, we are going to be sponsored. Our radio show is going to be sponsored, uh, and I can't give the name yet, but we're getting a national sponsor, folks. We are growing. We're growing fast, and and that has some people uh, that I've dealt with uh, have gotten a little nervous because they can't get over how fast we're growing. And it's simple. We're growing because we work hard. Each and every writer, JT and I, everybody in the production department, we work, we work, we work. We work at making everything the best for each and every one of you. Our followers deserve the absolute best that we can give, the best that I can give. All my followers, I love you so much. I want to thank you. Let's get this to grow. Fellow Jestorians of Jesterville, keep growing out there, okay? And we will keep busting our ass to do everything we can to bring you the best in, in sports, to bring you the best in fantasy sports, extreme sports, 
and fake sports like wrestling. Where's Bill? I, hey! I had to throw that. Oh. I, I had to throw that. In. Okay, no, I had to throw that in real quick. Just had to. Just had to. Okay. Seriously though, gang, uh, we're having fun tonight. We got a party going on, and, and going on in our football uh, roundtable. Our next question for the panel. It was alluded to earlier about Houston and their quarterback situation. And a small sample size that we have seen of Brock Osweiler. Is he the real deal or is he a bust? We're going to go work our way backwards up the list now. Busy Jay, our esteemed colleague here at FantasyJesterSports.com, one of our great writers. I'm so happy to have him. Folks, for those of you new to Busy Jay and his writings, you really want to pay attention. You want to click on the pages and see where Busy Jay is writing because he brings it, folks. I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows anybody from Brooklyn, okay? But in Brooklyn, they don't play. Brooklyn's a tough place. You're not a pansy in coming from Brooklyn. You have to fight for everything you want, okay? And Brizzy, Busy J brings it. He fights. He does all kinds of research. That man, I talked to that man the other night. Two nights in a row, he was up at 1 o'clock in the morning, the one night, 2 o'clock the next night, just as busy as busy should be, and like the fantasy jester himself. So, folks, you know, make sure you pay attention to his articles on the fantasyjestersports.com. Busy, what do you say? Brock Osweiler, is he the real deal or is he a bust? Well, I, I appreciate the kind words, first and foremost. I I don't think he's a bust, and I actually feel bad for the guy, considering that, you know, he held it down in Denver, and Peyton Manning took all the glory riding in the sunset. Like, if he didn't play well as he did in that game against the Patriots in Denver, the whole complexion of the Super Bowl would have been different. So I think it's a risk, but I think it's a risk what Houston did. But, hey, you gotta you got to go all out if you think you have enough assets to win now and build for the draft and go all out and do that. I think the money was ridiculous. You don't pay someone that kind of money for only starting seven games in his pro football career. But um, he made the best of the situation. He got a paycheck, and let's see what he can do. Interesting, interesting. So, now, I mean, it seems like anybody and their mother can throw the Hopkins, and the, and the man's going to catch it. They uh, have now Lamar Miller, uh, and I'm sure uh, Ryan is real thrilled about that. I can't wait to talk to him about that. Um, Ryan Miller uh, uh, Miller is over now over in uh, Houston, so that gives him a running game. He's got a wide receiver. All he needs is another wide receiver, and uh, it's going to be interesting. They're going to give him the tools, and more so the quarterback's best friend, is a good defense. They're going to give him a good defense. So he's going to have an opportunity to uh, succeed. Rookie boy. Now, folks, for those of you who don't know, um, rookie boy is new to fantasyjesterssports.com. He is going to, uh, he's going to bring out great articles. You know, he has turned in some amazing work early. You know, when you hand an assignment to a writer, you have a picture in your head of what this article should look like. And so far to date, 
every time he has hit it out of the park. Uh, he has been able to bring you uh, articles. And, and if you go on the Fantasy Jester uh, Sports.com, right now, the lead article, the first football article, is from Rookie Boy. We are not afraid to put him out there. He wouldn't be with us if uh, he wasn't completely qualified. Uh, and, and he really is. Rookie Boy, what's your feeling? Brock Osweiler. Is he the real deal, uh, or is he a bust? Hey, thanks a lot, Jester. All right, well, let me start with his time at Arizona State. So the Pac-12 doesn't play defense uh, ever. Um, So he didn't really face anybody difficult when he was in college. In Denver, he had an incredible cast to come in to. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a total bust. I, I think I can't wait to see Dante Fowler Jr. and Miles Jack put him on his butt. Wow. Wow. Okay, so there's uh, there's one no-go for Mr. Osweiler. Um, you know, and i got to be honest with you. I mean, he had here's, – here's my concern about Osweiler, and, and it's this. I mean, he was in the system – He's familiar with the system. He probably had one of the top five quarterbacks to ever play the position as a, as a teacher. He didn't have uh, chumps at wide receiver. And he was, I'm sorry, average at best. So, you know, I, I'm kind of right there. I'm kind of skeptical myself. I, I want to see... Uh, uh, what he actually does, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm just not impressed. He was in the system. He was learning from Peyton, great wide receivers, and still was only average. Now, is that first year uh, jitters and all that? I don't know. We're going to find out. And, and right now, I want to go to the K-Blade himself. Uh, Kaiser Blade, sir, what do you think? Osweiler, real deal, bust, uh, mediocre, complete slub. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, I think he might be a slight upgrade over Brian Hoyer. <laughs> uh, unfortunately for uh, the Texans fans, they're going to have the worst quarterback in their division. Um, but looking at the market and looking at what they could get for a sure thing, you know, at the time, I didn't blame him for signing him. But it, like you said, it does concern me that Denver invested in him, taught him, let him come in, lead him to the playoffs, and then let him go. Something's wrong there. And, and John Elway knows quarterbacks well. So when, when John Elway doesn't want you, I don't know, man. That's, uh, that's a sign. Um, having said that, Bill O'Brien – you know, he, he has some uh, success with quarterbacks. He, you know, there's a case study with Christian Hackenberg when, you know, he had Bill O'Brien or, or knew of him versus the other guy. Uh, so, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm torn. But, I, like I said in the beginning, slight upgrade over what they had last year. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, and um, I subscribe to that. Uh, slight upgrade from what they had uh, I you know, somebody all pro yet to be seen, but yeah, uh, an uptick from what they had, no doubt. Sam Clum, what do you think? Boomer bust Brock Osweiler. And is Brock Osweiler, you know, you're one of our fantasy guys. You're one of the top fantasy players in the nation. 
with us here. Uh, what do you think, Sam? Uh, you know, you're known, you're well known uh, for making a lot of trades, and, and you get teased for you know a couple bad ones. Everybody has a couple, and, and the ones that went bad really weren't at your hands. It wasn't like you knew uh, what was going to happen. You know, you make a lot of trades. You're probably the biggest trader I have seen. Uh, uh, trader as in player trader, not as in uh, uh. give up on the fantasy jester. Um, but the idea is this. I've seen you make a bunch of trades now. So let me ask you this. From a fantasy perspective, Brock Osweiler, real deal or bust? Are you trading for Brock Osweiler or are you trading him away? Um, boy, no. I'm not trading for Brock Osweiler. Uh, is he a boom? No. Is he a bust? No. The way I look at him is I'm trying to compare who I think he would remind me of, and I'd say maybe a uh, Alex Smith at best. Um, I don't foresee, you know, he's got a lot of talent around him. He does have Lamar Miller. He does have uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and I think JT could probably throw to Hopkins and we'd be in good shape. But um, but the, wow. the idea is uh, <laughs> Osweiler, though, I don't, I don't foresee him being a huge boom for the Texans. Again, he's got a great defense helping him out there, but um, I the talent pool for him. I know he did fairly decent against the, uh, the the last three games that we really saw him play again to get him into the playoffs with the Patriots, Bengals, and the uh, Steelers. And he played against a couple good defenses there and had some good games. But I just overall think there's just way too much pressure on him going into a situation that's just a kind of a lose-lose situation for him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, before we go on to uh, Ryan, JT, Bill, and Joey on on this topic, okay? And, folks, this is why I wanted this uh, roundtable for all our listeners. This way, listen, we have very learned writers, and I'm bringing you these guys here. These guys, these are the guys that I play fantasy sports with. These are big money guys. These are big, serious guys in the fantasy world. You want to talk about top players in the nation, in the fantasy world. You are talking about the K-Blade. You're talking about JT, Sam Clum, Ryan Walton, okay? Uh, We're going to find out what Rookie Boy's got in the fantasy world. We're going to find out about him, and we're going to find out about Busy J. Uh, Joey actually does play fantasy sports as well, and he's not too bad. He's actually... He can hang with us. I can't wait to see him join a couple more of the leagues this year. But before we get to uh, some of the other guys on the line now, and I've been waiting to bring him in. I'm happy that he's going to join us tonight. When you talk about top fantasy players in the country, this man has to be uh, mentioned in that realm. Uh, We're going to bring him in in a second. But first, I want to say... Uh, the gentleman, we're bringing in Tate Dello, and I want to thank him, his family, and more importantly, Tate's running late today because uh, his son graduated boot camp today. Nick uh, makes us all very proud to know him, to know the Dello family. Great bunch of people, great man. Nick is a great young man about to do great things and serve his country for all of us. Uh, Tate, welcome aboard to the NFL Roundtable. How are you tonight, sir? Hey there, Jester. How are you? 
Good, good. How's Nick doing, sir? Nick is doing great. It was awesome. I haven't seen him in a, a couple of months here. He left actually the day after Super Bowl to go to uh, boot camp and uh, graduates tomorrow. Today was family day, so we ran around the base here in South Carolina with him all day today, and we go back first thing tomorrow morning for graduation uh, and then uh, get to drive him up to his next position for uh, the next 10 weeks after that. So God bless him. God so bless him. Great That's day. great. Uh, you must have and had I a greatly ball. appreciate so- the introduction and I greatly appreciate the support and uh, thoughts for him and, and the family. So, well, the good great people, kid, great kid. Yeah, they're very good. For those of you who don't know them, uh, absolutely fantastic quality people, folks. When you talk about people who you just would want to be your next door neighbor, that kind of solid individual, you're talking about Tate and his family. Uh, and we're very proud to uh, call him a friend, friend of uh, ours, a friend of the show. Uh, and uh, pretty much a family member to all of us. Great, great guy. And before we go to the uh, roundtable discussion, I do want to ask Tate this one question now. And I'm pretty sure uh, Nick isn't listening, so you can give an honest answer. Uh, is uh, Do you fear now that Nick is going to be capable of kicking your ass, should you call him problem, cause him problems? <laughs> um, in, in all honesty... I think over the last 10 weeks that he's been in boot camp, if we were to start wrestling now, now mind you, prior to him going away to boot camp, I was still able to whoop his butt in some wrestling. But okay. at this point, I, he's probably got me hands down. So he's Uh-oh. he's lost a good uh, probably 20 pounds plus. He has no gut. He's all solid, slim muscle now. And he's actually a little bit taller than me now as well. I had a little growth spurt while he's gone too. So I I see no reason why he probably couldn't whip my butt at this point. So plus he's now a trained military machine, so nice, nice. Trained by the finest. Gotcha. All right, now going Absolutely. back uh we'll we'll get to you, Tate, on the question. I just wanted to get you in uh real quick. Uh we're going down the line. Absolutely. I got you on the line. Um Real quick, hey, we're gonna go. Let me apologize to everybody else for being late to the party. So, hey, you're no, no worries. Expected. Oh, oh, see, you know, JT's <laughs> got to fire those shots, folks. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> JT is. Okay, we'll uh, you know, I was talking to somebody. <laughs> no, listen now, guys, and, and, and I think you'll all agree with me on this one. Okay, while well, I've got everybody on the line, first of all, JT was ha- had the goal to talk about his halo that he wears, okay? But I was talking to, yeah, yeah, JT in a halo. That is just funny. But here's the best one. I was talking to somebody this week on the phone, and I think this is accurate about when you come on to this show, uh, does JT like to piss on the tree to mark his territory before you speak? This way you know this is his tree, uh, and, you know, you guys are just guest dogs. Does anybody else get that impression? It's, it's definitely his yard. He's one of the big hey, dogs. Yeah, you know, he definitely does. He pisses on the tree, gets the scent, and lets everybody know that's my tree and uh, back off. But, all right, Ryan uh, Walton. Ryan, you know, you play a lot of fantasy sports, too. You're, you're one of the top players in my leagues. Uh, 
what do you think? Brock Osweiler, uh, boom, bust. Are you trading for him? Are you trading him away? What are you doing? I am watching carefully. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm watching carefully. I like the options around him. I'm going to miss Lamar Miller. Um, uh, I'm third-year season ticket holder in Miami, so, you know, obviously I'm, I'm optimistic, and I'm, I've been watching this constant rebuild, and Lamar Miller to me was a crucial piece. So, uh, God bless I think it'll you, be sir. a crucial piece. What's that? I said God bless you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, Miller, I mean, I think he's going to be a great piece uh, for Osweiler. I think he's a better running back than either of the running backs were in Denver. So, upgrade there. Uh, Hopkins, in comparison to Demarius Thomas, uh, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't complain about either of them. Um, so, I, I, I think Hopkins is him. better so, than Thomas. Yeah, you know. I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, I. Either one of them, you know. So they're. I think Hopkins is more physical. I think he's he's not afraid to get up there a little bit more. But uh, otherwise, not far off. When I look at them as receivers, they put up similar numbers. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm curious to see what he does. Uh, let's let's see if the line can protect him. I'm going to go back to a Ryan Tannehill issue. If if he can yes. stay upright. Brock, Brock Osweiler has a chance to be good there. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and we're going to zip through this because I got one more question and we're up against it for time. JT, uh, what do you think? Are you uh, trading for him or you're trading him away? What are you doing with Brock Osweiler? I see this back the way I saw something in 2002 when the Dolphins decided that on a similar body of work, A.J. Feely was worth a second-round pick. Similar stats, uh, similar playing time. The guy came into a team with very little talent besides one or two players, and that's what I see Osweiler. After you have Hopkins and Miller, and you're not throwing the ball to Jalen Strong, um, the guy is average at best. I really don't see much more than strive for mediocrity. Seven and nine, eight and eight. It's the best they can offer from him. All right. No problem. Uh, you know what? That is a fair enough assessment. We've got Bill, Joey, and Tate on this. Okay. And then we'll get to our last question. We've got 10 minutes left. Uh, Bill, Brock Osweiler, you like him? Yes, no. What do you, what do you, what's your feeling? All right. I got two things real quick because I know you're on time. Is he worth $72 million? No. Right. He's going to, to me, he looks okay, but I'm, uh, I, I think he's still two or three years away. Um, I'm going to disagree with you. What makes the quarterbacks not the defense is the offensive line. He doesn't have protection. The kid's going to get hurt, and I feel bad for him, but no, I don't think he's worth the money. All right, all right, yeah, and you know that's that's the thing is I'm putting Osweiler. I, if I look at quarterbacks and I, I and I'm thinking of him, I know I can't put him in the top ten, and I pretty much can't put him in the top fifteen. You know, I I, I put him around the twenty range, folks. I mean, that's a lot of money for a guy. I'd put in the twenty range. Um, Joey, how do you feel about that? You agree, disagree? You're the money guy here. Seventy-two million, fair for him? Uh, no, they have absolutely overpaid for him. I mean, 
I wouldn't even put him in the 20 because he has such a little, a small body of work. Uh, I think to put that much money in such an unproven player, you know, is a mistake. And, I mean, I don't see a scenario where this really works out for the Texans unless he is really, ends up being really that good, but they absolutely overpaid for him. Well, all right, yeah, I guess you can't make enough bread from your bed to pay that bill, huh? <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'll tell you. All right, and uh, real quick, uh, Tate, your feeling, Brock Osweiler, trading for him you, uh, or trading him away? I would not be trading for him. Um, I won't. I would probably try to trade him away. I could see him as possibly a serviceable backup in a in a fantasy league, but he's not worth the money that he's paid. I think he's just another one in the line of ex superstar backups. In this case, he's coming from being a, a Peyton Manning backup. You got these guys like Matt Castle and stuff that have come from backing up Tom Brady up in New England, and they go sign big deals elsewhere, and they're just a the middle of the pack quarterback. He's a serviceable guy. But at the same time, he's not going to take you to the Super Bowl, especially not in, Tex- in Texas with the Houston Texans. With what they've do- got there, they they need to protect him. They've got J.J. Watt on defense, and they've got a couple of good good guys there with Lamar Miller signing, DeAndre Hopkins, like these guys have said. But other than that, you know, you need to protect him. Otherwise, he's going to end up like David Carr and, and Brian Hoyer and these other guys that have been there in the long list of Houston Texan quarterbacks up to this point. All right. All right. Yeah, fair enough. I get I Well, and for all our listeners there uh, joining us for the special edition, 420 edition of the Jester's Court here, uh, for the website release party, folks. Uh, I'm sorry. I know we got music in the background. Uh, uh, we've tried to keep everybody out as much as possible. Um but we have been celebrating the FantasyJesterSports.com website for your viewing pleasure, for your sports needs, for your fantasy needs. Uh, we're having a great time. And we have minutes left, so we're just going to ask, give me your two teams. Everybody, I'm going to work my way around the panel. Give me your two teams. I know it's early. I understand we're going to have the panel on again later on in the season, folks, so that we can give you our true Super Bowl prediction once the draft is over, once we've seen some of the camps and what's gone on, preseason games, and then we're going to have a serious special for the NFL to give true predictions. But real quick, early Super Bowl predictions, who are the two teams in it? Tate, I'm going to start with you, sir. Who do you have, Super Bowl? I'm just going to throw a couple wild cards out there just as a uh, pre-draft. Let's go Kansas City and the AFC, stepping it up this year with Andy Reid there. And uh, let's go Arizona, stepping it up again. David Johnson, Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald, those guys having a good year out there again. Folks, it is the 420 edition, and Kate has definitely contributed to the 420 edition. We will drug test on the next show. All righty. Busy J. Busy J, my man from Brooklyn, New York. What's the word from Brooklyn, New York? Who, who are they taking? I'm going with a Patriots. The evil empire will have one last ride. I think Brady wants his ride off in the sunset to go bang his wife and make some more babies and probably invest in some cush 
since you know it's a big business later later on. I'm going Patriots, Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to have a stellar year. They have a favorable schedule, and there you go. I'm going Patriots, Cardinals, Super Bowl fifty one. Wow, and uh, you really think uh, that that defensive line is uh, that defensive line took a hit now? Yes, it did. That, that's why we got the draft. See if we figure it out. All righty, all righty. Rookie boy, my brother, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, folks. I can't wait to see more of this guy's writing, okay? I know we can. He's not allowed to have a name yet, but uh, listen, that doesn't take away from the idea. He is on FantasyJesterSports.com for a reason. Rookie boy, who's your pick for the Super Bowl? You know, I, I hate to be boring, but I got a second that. I've got my boy Patrick Peterson and the Cardinals against uh, Tom Brady and the uh, everyone's uh, favorite Patriots. Because if you're not okay. eating, you're not trying. Okay, gotcha. We're up against it for time. K-Blade, who is your pick? K-Blade, yo, you sorry. still with uh, us? Yo, yo, yeah, yo. No yo, problem. Yo, yo. Real quick, uh, who's your pick? Seattle. Y'all forgot about Seattle. And uh, just for fun, fun, uh, Cleveland Browns, RG3, bringing it home. (laughs) There's there's your 420 pick of the day, folks. 420, baby, 420. He's taking this 420 a little bit too seriously. Sam Clum, your pick. In lieu of the 420 and my guy, Mark Davis Bryant, not playing this year, I'm going to go with the Steelers. And on the NFC side, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Yeah, you're seeing them getting there again. And uh, I see that Josh Norman now is a free agent. And the last I heard just uh, prior to the show is that the Dallas Cowboys have invited (laughs) him down to talk. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? That that will be interesting. I can tell you who hasn't, New York Giants, because uh, uh, I doubt he'll play with Odell. Ryan Walton. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, right. Ryan Walton, your pick. Ryan Walton is off the line, folks. Okay, guys. JT, real quick, your uh, pick? Green Bay, New England. Green Bay, New England. Uh, Joey, bread from your bed? That's funny you say that, JT, because that is exactly my pick. New England, Green Bay. Green Bay bounces back big. Yeah, there it is. My pick is Cincinnati Bengals versus New York Giants, baby. Eli, breakout season. Wow, folks. That's a terrible pick. Wow. <laughs> oh, my That's God. Crazy. Are you kidding me? Why? Wow, you really? You know, it, uh-oh. That's a terrible pick. Wow. That's a wow. terrible pick. All right, guys, guys. You know easy. what you're asking for? Oh, what am I asking for, pro wrestler? <laughs> you picked, you, what did you pick there? See, this is what <laughs> happens, okay, <laughs> guys, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, there we go. The wrestler. All right. Hold on, guys. Okay. Oh, he just hit him with a chair, folks. Oh, this is what is. Holy shit. All right, guys. Break everything up. Spread everything out. Spread everything out. Oh, oh, Joey. Oh, all right, guys. Guys, seriously. Spread everything out. All right. This is where it's headed, folks. This is where it's headed. Joey going to take Bill to Suplex City. Oh, my God. Oh, he's almost got him, folks. Holy shit. He's almost got him. Oh, he just hit him. 